the shore of the Sea of Galilee, that northern shore, the prophet Nahum emerged. And that was his village, that was his town, and from there he preached this destruction that was decreed for Nineveh. Now, as we go through it, it begins by describing the character of God, and Pastor Chuck preached on that this morning, that God is good. His character is what the prophet begins with for a very important reason, because the rest of the prophecy of Nahum that includes God's decreed destruction upon the city is based upon that character. Because God is good, because God is a jealous or zealous God, wanting no rival, because of his uniqueness, therefore the judgment is decreed upon the city. Now, the city of Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian Empire. It had its beginnings back in Genesis chapter 10 when the great-grandson of Noah, Nimrod, built that city. It is attributed to his building. Though it is an ancient city, the reason that it's in the Bible, the reason that it is to be destroyed, isn't just because of its wickedness, but because of the grace that God once extended to it through the prophet Jonah, and because of the way that empire treated God's chosen people, the Jews. It was from Nineveh that Shalmaneser III staged his attacks against the northern capital, Samaria, and the northern ten tribes of Israel. In fact, if you go to the British Museum today, you can see the black obelisk of Shalmaneser. It's right there in London. And uh, it's deciphered for you, and all of the details of the raids and the attacks on the northern kingdom are detailed on that black obelisk in the British Museum. In fact, three of the kings of Israel are mentioned, Jehu and Omri and King Ahab. Then in 722 B.C., that northern kingdom fell to the Assyrian Empire after those staged attacks. And that northern kingdom went into captivity. Then a few years later, Sennacherib, the Assyrian, approached Jerusalem to destroy it. And he sent his field officer called the Rab Shake, who stood in front of the walls of Jerusalem and threatened the king and threatened the people and said basically, don't you think that you can trust in the gods or your own God, Yahweh, to deliver you? Look at all of the other nations that we have captured. We're going to capture you. We're going to destroy you. And so Sennacherib even sent a letter to King Hezekiah, and Hezekiah did the smart thing. He spread it out before the Lord. I love that. Instead of having a cabinet meeting, what are we going to do? How are we going to defend our city? He knew that they, the enemy, were more numerable and more formidable than those in Judah. So he spread it before the Lord, asking God to intervene. And the Lord did. The prophet Isaiah said, you got nothing to worry about, Hezekiah. God is in complete control. And God did bring his judgment on the Assyrians. In one evening, 185,000 of them were destroyed. 
And that sent Sennacherib all the way back to Assyria. And there he was in Nineveh, and he continued to live there and rebuild the city, and it became more powerful. And so this burden, this prophecy continues. Verse 2, God is jealous, and the Lord avenges. The Lord avenges and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserves wrath for his enemies. Some people wrongly imagine God to be weak, sentimental, indulgent, kind of sappy. But God is described here and throughout the Bible as active and strong and unique. Described here as jealous and the Lord avenges, he reserves wrath for his enemies. Eight times in the Bible.